0: So how would how, how a crew get in contact with you? A guy get in contact with you guys? Because I have a client in mind for this first session. So is well, our
1: is our boat, guy. our boat is like by day, like a front. It, it is like a mobile like fragrance dealer, right? Isn't it?
0: It's, mm-hmm. it's perfectly camouflaged that it looks completely like a legitimate boat side, like dock side business.
1: Yeah. So someone who wanted to contact us would have to know about our front.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking what it make, might might make sense is I have an assassin friend, so it could be a contract through them.
0: Mm. All right. What's your what's your assassin friend's name? Steiner. All right. So uh, I mean, yeah. And I mean, if, else, if we need a front business, I can sell uh,
2: canal rats on skewers. That, that's pretty popular. Actually, I'm going to veto.
3: Hey, I mean, if you're an orphan, you got to eat. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, if, if
4: they'll buy
3: them if there's a demand and we have a supply.
0: I mean, I, I, that's not wrong. Orphans will eat them. There is a demand. But the thing about orphans is they're not known for carrying money.
3: <laughs> yeah, but they also they are known for being delicious. <laughs>
1: Why is this lizard dog still with us? He's tough. <laughs>
4: he's got muscle.
3: <laughs> and also, like storm clouds start rolling over my shoulders. Got a problem?
4: Drops, give How do we know he's not? Ooh, you, you can make him leave if you want.
1: Are, the skewers, there with Are my the skewers skewers good? good? Hey. Let me try. Uh,
3: yeah, so I hand you one of the canal rats. It's been se- seasoned with orphan tears.
1: Before I eat it, I like open up like a cabinet and like put it in and like <laughs> <laughs> Vernon is, is in the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks,
1: He's he, essentially a blob. Does my best friend die? <laughs>
0: does he die? The oh the the uh drug dude no he's fine he's at okay the he's, does he uh, like... like it's like i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> this is basically like uh you guys you guys remember a few drama episodes where bender becomes a human temporarily
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's what this guy is
0: <laughs> yeah maybe not quite as spherical but he's getting there <laughs> So, so at one point Steiner will come into the building to uh, drop a potential lead on you guys what, what, do you, what do you think Steiner looks like kind of got the uh, sort of like the axe combo is he like a range dude
2: uh, no, this guy's up close and personal. But uh, despite what you might expect from dwarves, he only uses daggers instead of axes
0: because you know, fuck stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a dwarf. He's got uh, he's got rows of daggers actually woven into his beard, so he can quick draw them and conceal them because it's a it's a taboo to fill the dwarf's beard. So when shit gets rough, he'll actually just kind of pull the braids back and tuck them in.
1: Is he is he like an ex SWAT dude? Did you meet him in SWAT? Yeah,
2: exactly. We're both ex SWAT. He was one of the assassins that was also responsible for taking out targets. And that's how we also both got a bounty hunter enemy, because we killed his family and he didn't like that. Oh, wow. wow. That's fucked up. So, it was, um, I, you know, I don't choose the target. I just kill them.
4: So, so in Dragonhold, uh, the industrial district is where Dragonhold SWAT is based off of, because that's where like most of weapon production is and they get like specialized weapons there and they use them to kill lizard men and orcs and all the really bad barbarians that live in the industrial district, and the miners. So it makes sense, the dwarves, they're all
0: there. Yeah, yep. that's cool. So one day Steiner comes onto your uh, pleasure barge and then he puts puts his hand on the counter and just says like, um, Orphan rat. I'll take the really bitter fragrance, which is sort of his code word for you of uh, let me in the back, I got business to talk.
3: I bring Sorry. him on in flip up the like i flip up this like it's like a panel for like to like like on a bar you know you'd flip up but there's nothing on the other side because it's just like it's like it's just like a it's just like a table set out in the middle of the street so i just flip it up
0: so uh steiner goes inside the uh the barge he uh will continuously nervously glance through all the corners like he doesn't let up like his face is dead ahead wherever you're talking and he looks like he's You'll follow a conversation if you speak to him, but his eyes are everywhere. He does. I just whisper really under my
2: breath. What's wrong?
0: Oh, you know the usual. I can't I can't ever rest. You know how it goes.
2: Oh, so nothing out of the does it seem like anything out of the ordinary for him based on what I know about Steiner? Is he usually like this?
0: He's relaxed.
2: <laughs> this is his relaxed face. Okay, oh, gotcha. Gosh.
0: If he, if he if he wasn't relaxed, he'd be hanging upside down from the ceiling on a rope with knives and everything that can grasp a knife.
1: Uh, all you ex all you X freaks are so tied up all the time.
2: I'm
0: actually Just I'm one of the loosen watch- up
1: Steiner here. He I like I give him like a drink.
0: He uh, it's the cheapest
1: it. it's the cheapest drink. That you can find. He reaches
0: into his pocket, sprinkles some powder in it, drinks it, and he's like, "Thanks." Was
2: that anti venom?
0: Yes. <laughs> All right, Mo. I heard you guys are looking for work with your uh, fuck hut or whatever this. What do
1: you mean? Business is great. Can't you see the people love us? We're, we're always looking a fuck
4: for a hut, work. That's at? a different barge.
2: We're always looking for more work. What kind of mission you got? Are we gonna be like struggling smuggling Viagra for fucking lizard folk, or what's the plan? Can we trust this freak? We can trust this dwarf. You say We're that out. like what's clearly you say?
0: you say freak, and then you look up, and there's a knife going through your helmet, or like you're in it. You didn't see him throw it, but it's there.
2: It's like I'd I don't... watch. What you say around Steiner.
0: He's like I'm going to need that knife back. And then, like you look up, and the knife's gone.
1: <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, clearly, he's clearly unhinged. Can we trust this
0: guy? It's like, oh, I just came back from a good job. Things are uh, things are going well. But anyway, I don't have the uh, contact info necessarily, but there's uh, recently a group of uh, cloaked strangers have come into town uh, looking to smuggle a weapon out. I don't know the details exactly, but I heard they pay well. Don't like do you it. Make questions, do you
2: have any idea what kind of weapon they were bringing, or do you just not know?
0: I wouldn't say. Apparently, it's being developed in the city on the down low, but hmm. other than that, he wouldn't give me any information. Assuming that you're willing to trust uh, my recommendation, I can send him uh, to your way. Uh,
2: you know, you've only double-crossed me twice, so I think we're probably on good terms. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of I mean, like you, we don't you, have the luxury
0: of... You deserve it both times, yeah. but uh, it's okay. You got a thigh scar to prove that we're square now, so...
2: Uh, I don't know if I deserve the second time, but the first time I definitely did.
0: Uh, the second time was for fun.
2: You're right, Len. <laughs> these guys are super paranoid. <laughs> yeah,
0: these
1: ex-swat guys are so fucky.
0: If you guys look down, there's knives by your feet. <laughs> Stop there's, with the
1: knives, dude.
0: He's like, I'll go ahead and send them your way, then, um... I can, uh, I'll stay a distance away, just make sure he doesn't, uh, do anything, but I don't see that being an issue. It looks like they are desperate for people.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Jobs we specialize in. Desperate jobs. <laughs>
0: He's like, just, my,
1: just like my life.
4: <laughs> Stupid 11, uh, please.
0: Stupid, Stupid.
1: freaking oh. Dark workers' Associations.
0: Yeah, whatever you did to piss them off, they've been, uh. They've put out, uh, they've been hiring mercs for something big. Maybe, I said you guys are involved, but... Uh,
3: maybe Carl did nothing
1: wrong. Maybe when we have this weapon, we can do some temporary, some some preliminary testing on on uh, human targets. Doc yes. worker douches.
0: Sure. Even though that's no, no number one in the smuggling community. I'm sure once you uh, get a couple under your belt, you'll understand. Anyway, I gotta go. But I'm gonna need those you're knives. You're
1: desperate back. for anybody and you're coming to me telling me the rules? I'm not desperate,
0: you are. Yeah, a I crazy
4: knife dwarf f- guy.
0: I'm on my way to my next job and you look over to your side and like three of your tassels have been snipped off and there's a knife in the wall behind you. Oh,
4: God. Uh, the the secret to his knife throwing is that he has a friend of greater invisibility.
2: <laughs> 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 oh Steiner never changes.
1: His, his uh his friend with greater invisibility,
0: yeah. <laughs> It's like well uh, I'll, be, I'll be going now bye and then you, who, go, you look into the wall and the knife is gone <laughs>
4: yeah. well that was uh refreshing yeah we're not taking that job lem i don't think we really have a choice we, listen uh, if they
1: want to pound our boat they're gonna have to come and get it from me
4: <laughs> i think that could happen that's totally a possibility. <laughs> so
3: we should probably take that job.
4: And get some money and hire some thugs. Right, you guys can take salaries.
1: the job. I'm staying here.
4: Listen, in order to In infested room. <laughs> in order to improve our income, we need to hire more stable employees. Listen,
1: what do I pay you for, Mr. Cabacus?
4: You actually don't pay me.
1: Yes, I, I actually, do.
4: I actually pay everyone. That's the you
1: would know. You're <laughs> the guy who does all the money stuff. I have no know what I pay you. Okay, if you say Carl that we need, to nice job, if you say that we need to take the job, then uh, fine. But I think it's a bad idea. I, our Carl sales, has- our 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 perfume sales are out of the out of this world. We've sold
4: so many perfumes.
0: I mean, they're like politicized relatively, but. Yeah, I take a look. I take a
4: look at our. Uh, actually, our sales the, of perfumes just, look the, actually look. Look. look
1: at the storefront, and you look out like in the front of the store, and there's like, like bottles
4: cracked <laughs> and. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> orphans, and they're like stealing the kebabs. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. If you if you look at if you look at your ledger, it says uh, like. So like shipment, like the the initial shipment is high, and the actual shipment that made it to the prostitutes is low. And then there's a line that just says uh, Carl Tax fifty percent.
1: And there's How like uh, look over and see Carl drinking one of the perfume bottles. There's <laughs> like Carl. A, there's like a small dog like licking a puddle on the on the board, and then he like looks up and falls over straight leg
3: like. Turr. Girl grabs it by a leg and puts like it in Like they
1: said, ice sales are fine, but I'll take your professional advice, Mr. Oh. Cavicus.
2: Cavicus, I love it.
0: Also, also, <laughs> uh, Mo, when you look down, you see that there is a uh, a uh, note with a knife pinned to the counter. that says the man should be over in about three hours.
4: Okay. All right. So this is like downtime where we can like yeah. do stuff to like prepare for the job, right?
0: uh you can though you don't know a whole lot yet if you wanted to kind of do a little bit of initial scoping you can go for it also when you uh put the note down the knife's gone what? the actual oh,
2: steiner titles
3: up next to abacus and he's like carl heard you guys carl has begun uh modest beginnings a 401k playing with sales for ads
2: how, how well, i
4: believe you know? your venture and i fully support it but we need more capital you're I mean, just imagine, Carl. Right now, you're the only chef in your rat cooking venture. If you had three other chefs, you could be selling three times as many rats. That's three times the profit.
3: Charles, Carl's true ambition is just getting really high.
1: And and you wouldn't have to do any of the work.
3: You could just but have with financial security. Carl can get the you, Just like
4: oh, as yeah. i looking at the rest of the crew, I just want to be like, don't do drugs. And then, <laughs>
0: so somewhere on your ship, Vernon's convulsing, horrible.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Well, one day he'll pierce the veil and reach the fifth dimension, to transcend his uh, corporeal uh, prison.
1: He's who I go to for my real advice when I really need advice. Because he he doesn't he 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 shoots the shit like he'll shoot the shit with you like he he doesn't he doesn't make stuff up like, he tells you how it tells you how it is. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, he knows. He knows a couple of things, but he knows. Yeah, dude.
1: I mean, it's like (laughs) whatever, right? It's like, if they come to your boat with their knives, you know, so what? Like, fuck them.
0: So, so yeah, you have a little bit of downtime. If you do wish to do something to prepare for the man who's going to be coming, uh, you can do it, or you can choose just to kind of chill in the meantime. It's up to you. Seems
4: like I want to prepare. Is there like a? Mm. I I have study. Uh,
0: the, the way that it'd be more like say something you want to do and then I would tell you what skill you need to roll. Dude,
4: but we don't know anything about this guy.
0: You currently don't know. You do know that there's several of them uh, and they've been asking around town for this job. That's all and you, that's uh, all you currently
4: uh, we're, we're going to smuggle a weapon that's in testing right now?
0: Yes, it's being developed somewhere within the city.
4: So we're going to steal it. It,
1: it needs additional preliminary testing.
4: We're going to steal um, it, use it on a dock worker's unit, and then sell it to terrorists.
3: <laughs> um, the um, how, may, how many other people are in our gang? Like,
0: technically, you have, They're not terrorists. They're you freedom fighters. We have uh, two sort of nameless jumps right now, besides Vernon. Vernon isn't technically a member of your gang. He just lives on your boat.
1: Can one of their names be Clyde?
0: Yep. There's Clyde um, and Sassafras the Goblin through your crew.
3: Okay. Sassafras. So, w- uh, so Carl is going to uh, be like, well, we're going to have guests. So, Carl says, let's clean up the ship. Come you on, can't Clyde speak? and Sassafras. What?
1: You-, you know words? I just thought you were a freak of nature that cooked rats.
3: He, pull, he pulls out another bottle of perfume and starts drinking from
4: it. The, the lizard folk are known to be quite proficient at cooking. Tabakus, he's stealing our inventory. Maybe I that's know. our problem. It's yeah, I know. It's uh, that, is, that is actually our problem. So, <laughs> so at,
0: th- at this point, Clyde and Sassafras start clinging. Uh, Clyde is just kind of a short uh, orphan goblin. Uh, typical goblin orphan scenario. His mom had 20 kids, and... Uh, most of them did okay, a lot of them died, and then some of them just got lost. He's one of the ones that <laughs> got lost.
4: Did you say yeah. that he's a short orphan goblin? Yeah. Aren't all goblins short? Or he's uh, short, goblin.
0: short.
4: He's he, the
2: run of the litter.
4: Yeah, he, so, so Sassafras and Clyde are both goblins. No, I no, coming. no. Cl-
0: Cl- Clyde is a guy, but Clyde is so generic that you forget what he, like, you can't oh. mentally bring up his image. Okay, okay got so it, you, got it. Clyde is one of those guys. You right, see cool. Clyde and you're like... You work for us. Yeah, OK. And then what, what are you doing on his boat? Clyde's like,
4: I I work for you. Uh, oh, I, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Clyde. <laughs>
1: I keep Clyde around because he's a yes man. He never tells you no. He's, a, he's motivated. And yeah, Seth so. press, I keep around because he makes me look taller. Yep.
0: And, and Clyde's backstory is that he was also on board this ship when it got stolen. He's technically still loyal to the Dock Workers Union, but he's terrified of all of you.
1: But he's a yes <laughs> man. So. He's a yes man.
3: He never tells you no.
0: Carl, Carl especially scares the shit out of him because he saw what happens to the other guy who was on the boat.
3: <laughs> he was actually, yeah, saw what happened to him. Yeah. Um,.
1: You know, Carl's so actually yeah. been hunting him constantly for the past year. <laughs> yeah, Clyde, I mean,
3: every once in a while you turn around and you'll see Carl on all fours like sitting on the ground looking at you. Clyde, and then he'll stand up and walk off.
0: <laughs> Clyde, Clyde actually has great potential to be an assassin. He's training every day to not be seen by Carl. <laughs> by Carl.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like so uh,
3: are- uh, Carl will uh, help sassipras and Clyde and look at Clyde hungrily and uh, help them clean up the ship before the guy
1: gets oh, Longingly. Is it, it's it because you're hungry or because you're sexually attracted to him? Both. <laughs> Why not both? A little bit of both, honestly. <laughs> okay, no, those toes.
0: I mean, once you cross that interspecies threshold, does anything else really matter? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, bitch, I eat people. <laughs> Dragonhold is a melting pot of interspecies love and hate. Ooh. Just like a
0: I don't know if Cole's developed enough to really have a difference between us. So when you guys do manage to clean your ship up, it's going to take basically until the guy arrives just because it's filthy, which is part of your disguise and part because you're filthy. If anyone else feels like doing anything in the meantime. We are
1: not cleaning this ball for him. We don't have the resources. Clyde is busy staying alive
0: and I mean, a lot of the resources are just dumping the trash overboard which in the morning Clyde and the sassafras dredge up and bring back into the boat it's
4: kind of like it's kind of like the life of Pi, where it's like a tiger and like the the Clyde is like a and Carl is a tiger <laughs> Richard Parker, please up please
0: after you guys get it clean, <laughs> <it's>, at, some <laughs> point, at some point in the evening, there is a knock on your... I assume at this point, you've kind of transitioned back from Dockside uh, uh, Enterprise to just a barge with like a... Yeah, we're barge barging. Attached to it so, barging. yeah. Uh, so at this point, there's a man with a cloak, uh thick black cloak, who's kind of like, it's... Sort of fallish right now, so it's not that unusual, but the cloak he's wearing seems way too thick for the weather. He, the weather's always
1: shit in Dragonholm. He
0: is, he is trying to wave you down. Um, Keep driving.
1: Um, uh, Lem, I think,
3: uh.
1: No, right. that's not the guy. We would know.
3: Right. Carl walks over I to think, the edge I of the boat. Uh, the guy is, uh. <laughs> I reach his out of hand for the guy as think, we're going by.
0: He takes your head and kind of leaps onto the boat to catch up to it, to actually get on.
3: Yeah, and so uh, he pulls him on, and he just holds him really close for a second. He's like, "You smell nice," and then <laughs> yeah. lets go of him.
0: Yeah. So like when you when you get a good look at him, he's uh he's wearing like a thick black cloak. He's got uh thick black gloves. He's uh. Got like a long ring beard that comes about to his uh, like upper chest. He looks to be sort of Draxylvanian, but maybe with like a couple of Rondorian features. And he's got a piece of cloth covering one of his eyes.
1: Welcome to our humble shop, uh, desperate weapons dealer man. How might we help you? Are you the leader? Have you heard of our reputation? Yes, I am the illustrious Limb leader of the Pixies. Okay. I, I mean I mean Channel Express.
0: Yes. I was told you were trustworthy.
1: Yes, very trustworthy. Any other rumors may you may have heard are purely jealous lies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you smuggled weapons before?
1: Many times. We are experts.
2: Is there a lie? Is there a deception check?
0: Uh, It does sound kind of like you trying to deceive them, so I would say that you probably...
3: Carl will just be like, no, first time.
0: Okay. I'm just in the back like...
1: Don't listen to this... Don't listen to this lizard creature.
2: This is a professional endeavor. No, this would be the first time I've ever done this. We've killed people. I've killed people, and I know weapons pretty damn well, but I've... But this would be the first still standing play. next to this guy, right? So, so I just like. Can I, can I roll like people. a can I
4: roll I like eat. a consort to like
0: uh what what are, you, what are you trying to do?
4: To socialize or like, you know, make this guy like friendly to us or something?
0: Okay, you want to try to butter him up? Yeah, go for okay. it.
4: Uh four.
0: Four. All right, so you, you succeed.
4: Can't, I kinda tell him, uh well to to be honest, we're we smugglers. We smuggle all sorts of goods and items and we're quite ambitious. So whatever you have, it, be it weapons or people or drugs, you, a, you know, I, I'm not going to say that we're experienced, but we'll happily get it done, happily um, do the job.
0: Well, <laughs> your lack of experience worries me somewhat. I, Based on what I've seen of you and especially the way you talk, I believe you are a capable man and men equivalents looking over <laughs> at Carl.
4: Carl nods back to him. Thank you. We're an equal opportunity employer.
0: Tell Carl me, is
1: how, Carl is not an employee. We just can't get rid of him.
0: How 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 versed in the rumors of the city are you?
2: Very. I would. <laughs> I'd like to roll to know. Uh, we accept the job. So,
0: so you're trying to recall all of your previous uh, sort of like rumors you picked up during your mercenary work. Oh yeah. Assuming that's what you're trying to do, I would say give me a study.
1: You know, the deal you're
4: putting out for us is I pretty don't harsh. Have but, that skill. I can I be
2: rolling 2d6 and then taking the lowest? I can do study.
4: Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I roll study as well for information broker? My information broker friend?
0: What you guys could do is actually pull your knowledge together. Uh, yeah. You could, you could accept one of you guys as a leader, uh, everybody roll your stat. And then every guy who fails gives uh, Kevin's character one stress, but you take the highest result out of all you guys.
3: Um, I got how much study do you have, Kevin? I have one. What do you have? I have two, so
4: I let's go with you. You can be
0: okay. Okay. So basically, you guys, through your various dealings within the city, are well versed in most uh, rumors. Uh, You don't quite know everything at 100%, and you don't quite know everything, but you know enough. So when the uh, mysterious man mentions the name Avara Elish, you do recall who this man was. Uh, What the the stranger says is that uh, he's uh, picking up a weapon that was being commissioned by Avara Elish, And he's been given an address, but he's also been told not to pick up the weapon himself because it's going to be a job for multiple people and he has other matters to attend to. Uh, The rumors you've picked up on uh, Vara Elish is that he was once a rising star in sort of the uh, military artifice in Dragonhold with a special focus on like uh, melee weapons for constructs. Uh, at some point within the last three years, the man just straight up vanished in a way that shouldn't be possible for someone who was as famous as he was. And no one's heard from him since. So that's something that you kind of theorize that he wouldn't be able to do by himself. It had to be someone else who's been hating him. And recently, uh, especially, let's see, I have all you guys who would know it the most. I assume, which one of you guys do you think would go to the park the most? Go to the what? Uh, between Mo and... I'll just say you, Kevin, actually, uh, Abacus, because uh, Travis is gone right now. Uh, I imagine that uh, you've picked up some rumors in the park by overhearing a particularly noisy and well-dressed goblin who's been wearing nicer clothes than what he should be wearing uh, just talking to the pigeons uh, while he feeds them and tries to sing. Uh, basically, he's been telling the pigeons that he's been... Uh, running errands for Avar Elish uh, buying supplies for him especially large quantities of alchemical reagents and uh, metal
2: mm-hmm. holy like, shit it's Goblin Tesla
0: this is after he disappeared this is after he disappeared and this is uh, quite right. recently the so, goblin- so I just like,
4: kind of flashback to when I was in the park playing sports ball with my uh, with my kid yep. um, just don't go sports ball around mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I just overhear this and I'm like that was nice. And I get hit in the face with a sports ball. And my kid's like, ha ha, dad, you're so dumb. And I'm like,
1: ha. Good throw, son.
3: That's sweeping.
0: <laughs> so the, the, <laughs> uh, the goblin's also uh, you heard, overheard his name is Borbo. Uh, you, from what? From, what from Borbo? From what you guys know, uh, Avara is not a goblin either. He's a uh, half-elf.
4: So this goblin you know, if Aura disappeared. This goblin knows where he is and is supplying him yep. with additional research materials. Yeah. So
0: supplying is it maybe a bit too strong. It's more like he's been the errand boy. Like he'll right, right, right. Like the embassy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the uh, the guy who's contacting you, he mentions that he doesn't know the details about this weapon. He knows it's supposedly very long and it's heavy, very heavy. So you might like want my... to prepare for. <laughs> So, Take one heart. I, no. I know where it is. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, he doesn't exactly know what it looks like. Uh, the weapon was supposedly at, uh, going to be developed by him, but we was never. This guy was never given any details in particular. But yeah. he knows that you shouldn't be able to recognize it when you see it. And he asks if you guys have any other questions. Will well, to he-
4: recognize him when we see him? So.
0: Or uh, maybe you, because you've been in academia briefly. I read the
4: newspaper. I read the newspaper every day. Yeah,
0: Um, at this point, he's he's been gone long enough that most of the general public doesn't give a shit anymore.
4: So, like, basically he wants us to find Vara Elish, get this weapon, and then where does he want us to take it?
0: Oh, yeah, the second part. At this point, once you get the weapon, you need to smuggle it out of the city towards Dragonport, where... uh, someone will go to pick it up from you he's uh in addition he's given you an address where he believes avara is currently hiding along with a address to a place in dragonport called the seaside sanctuary he said okay. to uh take in uh there's a reserved room 32 that uh is registered under name named mr dharmouth you were once you have the weapon check in at the hotel under that name and then you can uh, someone will come to pick it up and you can claim your reward
3: okay I say dahmer uh, Dartmouth. Dartmouth.
4: Okay, so you guys can
0: ask him more questions, or you can do any sort of investigation on him that you want.
4: Yeah. Well, what's the pay?
0: He throws. We accept. Sack, he throws a sack of coins on the table. He said, "This will be your initial fee. The rest will come once you." Thank uh, bring
1: you. The I grab the coins and leave the room.
0: And the, 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 this coins basically are the two coins you guys have in your stash uh, as a starting okay. gang. You guys are dead broke. Um.
3: The um. That's called capital. You said there's an address where you believe he is hiding yep where what district is it in
0: it's uh, it's in a large section of slums on the outer edge of the industrial district
3: how uh, how did you come by this information
0: it's like i I can't really say
1: while tom is uh questioning him Mm -hmm. uh i want to go into the back room
4: Mm
1: -hmm. and like Rig up some kind of like tracer or something that I might be able to like sneak on to him or something oh, yeah. And sounds... and then I'll like bring in a bottle of wine to make it look like we're like gonna celebrate the new deal
0: okay, um, So, so you, you want something that you can ingest, okay
1: uh, uh, yeah, probably So I have the tinker ability So I might be able to use that okay. like...
0: I'm gonna say this would be a risky role considering the size you're wanting to work with So
1: I I mean, I could also just slip it in his pocket.
0: Okay, if we're going that way, it'll be a standard roll. Okay.
3: Uh, I'm going to try and basically... I want want him to tell me his... I want him to tell me his source. Um, And we're still moving along the... uh, moving along the canal, right?
0: Right. I would say, since you're going for a more diplomatic approach, give me a sway roll.
3: Oh, no. This is supposed to be more of like a... Uh, more of a threatening, like just okay. a subtle threat.
0: Okay, so you're you're that would be command line. You're you're mm. you're basically be like, listen, buddy, give me spill the beans. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what happens? Reveal to me your secrets. And uh, what happens is that like, uh, while a mo is kind of in his back pocket sneaking the, the device in. He he notices uh, not Mo, sorry he, uh, crust he notices crust back there but right now he's trying to show up uh, uh, Carl and is all of a sudden like this guy just like reaches into his cloak and you see a little bit of skin on his arm and you notice it's just riddled in scars like this guy has seen a lot of shit and he just draws a just like a holdout dagger and just like aims it directly at your throat. I don't like that tone of voice.
3: And then so there starts to become like an ozone smell as well. (laughs) And like there's like somehow clouds start rolling in the cabin and little thunder rolls Mm -hmm. uh, from my Tempest ability. Just kind of prepping it just in case.
0: Okay. Uh,
3: Can I roll something to to try it?
0: I'd say sway maybe to try to bring him down a bit.
4: Ah, shit. Sway is
0: not my forte. Oh. Well, if anyone else wants to try something, too. You, 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 I'll you, try.
1: I'll try a Sway. I'll you, try a Sway. You
0: could aid him if you want.
4: Or I could aid. I have one in Sway.
0: Because you have more than Kevin, so... Okay. okay. Yeah, can I do
4: a, uh, so it's I don't 1 know, d6, I don't know if right? I want to do a command, actually. Uh, I have two in command, but I don't know if I want to do two. So it's 1d6, right?
0: Yeah, I will say right now he's a little bit on edge because he's already been commanded.
1: Okay, so I bring I bring the wine in, and I'm like, why aren't we celebrating? And I, like,
3: trip and spill the wine on him.
0: He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going. You have your instructions. And he so, out.
3: yeah, Carl will just flare some air out of his nostrils and let the clouds fade and just kind of back off.
0: All right. So, Thunder. So you guys. So the,
3: uh, did the tracer
1: thing work?
0: The tracer did work uh, as far as the technology you're working with based on boat scrap. Basically, he has a device and you have a device. Your device is basically a traffic light sort of deal. It's like a small bulb attached to a small like metal box. When he's close, it's green. When he's farther away, it's yellow. And then when he gets really far away, it's red.
3: Okay. So as like... I see like I assume we like pull the boat back over close to the the canal and let mm-hmm. him and he jumps off.
0: Yep.
3: Uh and then while we're still like close, I'm like should we follow him?
1: I hand you the uh
4: the
3: little... I don't
4: think there's any I don't think there's any reason
1: to, honestly. guess you're such a such a wimp.
2: <laughs> you can if you want watching if you
1: don't man up. If you don't man up, you'll never send your children to school. <laughs>
2: Oh god, he's calling you out today.
1: If your child could see how such a... such a coward you were, how would you feel?
2: <laughs> calling you or out? are doing
1: this.
0: Caress is throwing you out the test, man. <laughs> Shit,
1: man. You're the one that made me do this anyways. I told her <laughs> it was a bad idea.
4: But you took the job
1: immediately! Well, the animal was in there threatening him.
3: Carl pats Abacus on the head. It's okay. He's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I look at Mo or at Mo, and I'm just like, I like point my head or like shrug my head towards the guy. I'm like,
2: uh, what's the worst that could happen? Hop out.
3: It gets a lizard grin from uh, from Carl, and Carl like. Gets down on all fours, like crawls over the edge of the boat, and gets in the water and starts swimming along the canal.
0: Right, Mo so, does
2: the exact same thing.
0: So you guys are currently, I'm going to, I'm introducing the game's concept of a clock now. Okay. Basically, when you do actions based on the resolve them, I fill up this clock. Depending on how many boxes it has, I'm not doing like a circle one. I guess I'm doing more like a square one. This has four boxes, and depending on what you do, affects some event which on this one I'm going to say this is the pre-planning box. So you guys have time to either chase after him or do a little bit more research on this score before you attempt it. Yeah. Uh, depending on how many actions you do, the results of those, how long they take, etc. We'll to look up the talk and might tick up the clock, it might change some variables behind the scenes. So
1: yeah, so I'm just gonna do prowl. I'm just gonna follow him along with the, uh, along with Mo and um, and Carl.
3: I'm gonna stay on the boat and I'm gonna
4: do some research. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I am gonna grab some
2: of my gear before I jump off, though. I do the same thing.
0: Okay, so it's three of the party members are chasing, and then one, and then uh, Gabby is staying behind doing research.
2: Yeah. I'm just like, ah, Idiots.
0: All right. I'll just... So. Uh, I guess, what sort of bents are you focusing your research on? You have info on, you know Avara, you know you know where Borbo is. Uh, unfortunately, staying on the boat is going to make research difficult because you don't have as much access to sort of live info. Mm-hmm. You could potentially do better research if you got off the boat and either explored the city or kind of like gone to like a library or some sort of, or one of your contacts maybe. Though okay. Being on the mm-hmm. boat is the safest place you could conduct research.
4: Yeah, so I guess we we kind of know where this guy's hiding
0: out. You yeah, you have an address. You can also. I'm gonna go. To I'm gonna
4: go scope it out, and I have a lost survey, so I'm gonna survey it
0: beforehand. Okay. Nice. Fine. So you uh, check out the address from a distance. You go to sort of like the really shitty part of the industrial district. This is there's no industry in this section. This is all sort of like the displaced factory workers. All the people have kind of fallen through the cracks. Have kind of set up in like abandoned warehouses, tenement houses, stuff like that. You come to sort of a uh, especially large like slum complex. Uh, What happens is you're able to kind of get a scope of what it looks like. It's uh, there's not very many guards. Like, the, the uh, city watch in this section is really light, but um, based on what you've known before and been investigating now, this area is kind of operated by the uh, the Coppermouths, which are actually a sort of branch-off gang that grew out of the legitimate uh, Coppercoat Dwarven family, the same ones you guys are dealing with in the Paris campaign. Uh, except in this, they run more like a... They kind of dabble in different types of crime, mostly protection rackets and drug dealing.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, they they They're see like a dwarven gang. Right? Yeah, they they see you walking around, but they don't really think much about it. But they definitely they have definitely like people notice you while you're there. But but you do know you've seen there's uh there's like i got two,
4: I've got a light load. Maybe I blend in. I don't
0: know. It's more but, that you're the kind of person that would never be here you have a very like refined upbringing you're not you're you've been you're kind of in a rough situation financially but you carry yourself in a very right educated manner so you do stick out but at this point the dwarves are it's a kind type of night time of night where they're more busy kind of goofing off than actually like policing
4: okay okay yeah
0: so but you're able to there's a couple of window entry places you guys could enter the building from uh are you actually wanting to approach the building as part of your survey or you want to just kind of keep a distance
4: um yeah sure i'll approach the building right. Baited. So, so debated debated so the, the
0: the front door is locked uh this is like a this is just like
4: a safe house kind of place right yeah
0: like what basically what they've kind of done with this is this was once a warehouse so there's a front gate that has like a heavy duty lock on it that probably most of the residents are get, like either the copper coats or like like a couple of the families inside that have like the big key you open it up and then inside there's kind of subdivided like people have built houses inside of it so you don't have that initial key, but there are windows you could probably slip through given enough time and uh, uh, finesse to it. But uh, or you could theoretically try to get a hold of a key from someone. Get a
4: hold of a key from someone,
0: huh?
4: Yep. Is it like somewhere around here?
0: You could you could wait out for the uh, for maybe one of the residents to come in and lock it. You could theoretically try to either wait for a uh, copper Coppermouth to do it or to try to bribe him for a key. But also okay. keep in mind that you are a solitary person right now in a shady part of town. So the longer you wait, the more potential that uh, you might get jumped.
4: Yeah. I kind of have a plan of what I want to do. Because mm-hmm. I have something that's kind of good. I guess is there like a yeah, maybe I'll just wait for like one unit. Like how long how long does this take basically? I took a unit of time to do the survey, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I'd say it would maybe take you about an hour to get here. So if you did, if the other guys were actually going to do something quicker following the guy, if you want, we can jump back to them, have them resolve it, and then maybe you might have, would Carl, yeah. would Carl go with him? Yeah, would Carl would go definitely with
3: go with because He likes Abacus. Okay, you,
0: you guys, I'm also going to say you probably retroactively like, yeah, I'm going to go oh. here. I'm going If to go Carl here. comes with me, I'm not scared. Okay. So basically, what I can imagine too is that you came here first with the impression that once Carl and crew were done, they might head over. But you've kind of scoped out the place initially.
4: Yeah, so I, I got I, I scoped out the place with my first survey. So that's good. Okay, and then whatever these guys want to do, we'll do that, and then maybe come back to yep. when Carl shows up.
0: That sounds good. So what's right. going to happen now? I'm gonna get Cool. So while that's happening, uh, Carl and crew, you're going to tail the man. Uh, yes. I assume you guys, you guys are going to. Do that stealthily, I assume? Yes. yes. Yeah. All right, so that would be that would be a prowl.
3: Uh, do we want to do a team prowl?
0: Okay, so you guys can do it individually, but keep in mind that if one of you fucks up, you'll ruin it for the rest of you. Okay, or a you a team? Can, if you do it as a team, it does give you more points, but potentially the person who does it, who's the leader, might take stress damage. All right, so you don't take any damage, and you can use... Uh, crust or not crust uh you can use Uh. carl six so you guys managed to perfectly trail behind this dude he is not aware of you guys doing anything right now Uh. so you follow him a a while for a bit he kind of looks like he's purposely trying to just like disguise where he's going but you guys rolled well enough without complications that you've kept up the whole way and eventually he meets up with two other men who are dressed similarly to him and they start kind of whispering to each other that you're, you're able to make out bits and pieces while still maintaining your stealth uh, they basically mention a couple things about hiring similar gangs to do this job as well okay so that,
2: it's like skunk works
0: yeah they're basically trying to do some contingency in case you guys fuck off uh, they mentioned something about the brotherhood and they're like uh, things are going very well
3: the, uh, uh, the brotherhood? Uh, study on whether or not we, I know who that is.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'll do the same. thing. All
3: right, another six. I got a four-up. i very well-informed
0: yeah. lizard orphan. Yeah, you just are <laughs> dynamite. Basically, uh, so you guys both know about their brotherhood, though uh, Mo kind of has a couple of bits of rumors mixed in that's kind of throwing him off about maybe what exactly they might be. You know that they are supposedly a group that's been reaching out to uh veterans of various wars and skirmishes that's been taking place all over farline kind of like picking them off the street giving them uh money and uh kind of uh, jobs which for mo that sounds very noble and that kind of sounds like something that like you would get behind uh carl though you kind of know that there seems to have a sinister bent to them no one's exactly sure what jobs they're doing and they know like the fact that he's having you smuggle a weapon kind of implies that maybe it's not all peach and cream as far as how noble they are
3: carl Mm -hmm. carl's uh thoughts are lost on nobility he has a very loose loose yeah. code of morals yeah. to begin with. So, 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 so a
0: lot of that I'll preface with the humans say. This is, should be noble, but...
3: The we humans. Yeah, so uh, once like they're done talking... Uh, uh.
0: They, they they do also mention some code names as well. Uh, one of them goes by Righteous, the other goes by Glorious, and then the one that you talked to personally was named Joyous. Well, they're very really happy. And then after they... Uh, Kind of talk for a while. They go ahead and scatter off it once more.
3: Uh, so uh, I'll I'll will look at the other guys and kind of head back wh- from where once we came. It was yeah. righteous, joyous, and glorious.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The guy we spoke to is joyous.
3: hmm He's so happy.
4: This is a brotherhood of what?
3: Just the brotherhood. Just a brotherhood. Brotherhood of
2: ex-soldiers. They're like veterans,
0: but like, yeah, yeah. Right yeah I, I, like, I can
2: almost imagine that Mo almost got propositioned by them once.
0: You probably did at one point. That, that, it like that's why you're
2: want,
4: You want a little, uh, a little
2: yeah, voice. like that, Kevin. Get your brain out of the gutter, you goddamn. Damn. A, little this.
4: a little bit of that. Uh,
2: yeah, so
3: I'll, uh, the we'll head Let's back spend and I'll start. The the- <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, tell or ask Mo, I'm like, if you can find anything else out about the Brotherhood who we might be working with, that might help us. I'm going to go check with Abacus and see what he's... If they're uh, using,
1: if ex-Veterans ex are using this weapon and they're scared about transporting it, this will definitely screw up the, the Dock Workers Association. They're
3: screwed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to um, kill every single worthwhile. one of them, guys. It's going it to be great. Worth while to find out... Uh, <laughs> the other gangs are that are uh that are doing this job as well.
1: Keep your keep focused. There's only one gang that matters here. All right, so it you just guys... might
3: be good to know who who if we do happen to lose it might have it and we could retrieve it.
0: So are you guys planning on moving to meet up with uh
2: Yeah. Okay. I wanna try and sneak up on Abacus though. Okay. Uh I, I gotta try to sneak up on Abacus just for fun.
0: Do
4: I, have to, do I have to roll survey, I
2: guess?
0: They, they, they don't really have a player versus player role. You guys can kind of just do whatever. I don't really
3: care. Well, I just wanted all to right. sneak up on you. <laughs> you, ain't,
4: you ain't sneaking up on me, boys. It, it's, like,
3: it's like the standard thing of like, when, like I get close, but then all of a sudden you turn around and you see you see uh, Carl on all fours behind you. And then he like coughs and stands up
4: behind you. <laughs> I, I'm not even surprised. I, I totally saw you guys coming. I got a six over here.
2: Mm-hmm. Like he actually turned around just for dramatic effect. He knew we were there the whole time. Yeah, all right. Well
3: Carl just likes to creep
2: up on people. Just like, I'm just
4: like you're know. just like
2: waiting for me to turn around. Just like all right, glad
4: you guys finally showed up. Let's uh, get to work here. <laughs> is this the is this the building that um, he was talking yeah. about? So so I like point out like the uh the points of uh the point of attack for this assault. Uh, yeah. so, you know, that's kind of like the plan, yeah. like because uh our plan. We we choose a plan, and then we provide the detail, right?
0: Yep. So so basically, what would happen with the plan is that uh, after the you guys kind of choose what you guys are going to do, depending on how well you're considered, like how well you sort of researched and planned, I do a uh, I think it's called like an entry. It's an oh, it's an engagement roll. So I roll die and kind of see how your guys' initial approach worked. So there's, there's a couple of different types. There's assault, deception, stealth, occult, social, and transport. So it'd be kind of like how he wants to approach this building. So uh, I will also say there are some additional details for uh, Abacus while the crew is heading over. Um, at one point, you do hear a very, almost like a primal roar come from inside the warehouse building. Like it's it's like a deafening. It almost kind of like shakes the buildings. And it's like the the copper mouths. A couple of them scatter, and then the uh, guards in the area actually start to converge on the warehouse. Uh, one of them has a key, opens the door, and sends two inside. One of them sort of looks more like a mage, and then the rest of them look like typical like city guards armed with like a short pistol and a uh, short sword and a, a sure. halberd.
4: So there are so there's like a these are actual city guards that go in.
0: Yeah, they the the patrol what you've known about the copper coats, which you got during your initial kind of like survey stuff, is that the guards in this area are generally bribed pretty well, so they kind of turn the other cheek. But yep. this is this is a very weird, so they're kind of investigating. Okay. So so So, so there
4: is a guard over there.
0: There are, there right are now. two there are two guards who are holding the gate. They, they okay. don't seem to pay you any mind at the moment, though. You okay. haven't done anything. That so, could...
4: so when a party shows up, mm-hmm. I want to, uh, I'm like, Carl, I have an idea. Uh, come with me, Carl.
1: <laughs> you can't share your idea with the car. Carl, cats. not that kind of uh, lizard.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> M.O.
4: Got... and Carl are like perfect for this.
0: Imagine you kind of like set up a barrel in an alleyway and put like papers on it or something. <laughs> Here's the, here's the
4: plan. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys the plan. I just want to trick these guards into thinking we're SWAT, and they'll give us the key, and then we can get in. So Carl is a lizard man. Uh, the guard sometimes uses lizard men. Uh, Mo is actually an ex-SWAT member, so he looks the part, and mm-hmm. then I can just like have like documentation or command or something.
3: So, I have some subterfuge supplies with me that could uh, that I brought with me from the boat.
4: So Dylan, I guess I, I just have like um, the items that I usually carry on me, which is my fine cover identity, my blueprints. Uh, actually, maybe not my blueprints. I don't think I have my blueprints. Uh, vial of Slumber Essence and my concealed pistol. And I guess that's it, basically. That sounds very
1: rich. Yeah, I, I think I'd have my tinkering tools, my wrecker tools, my blowgun in a bandolier of alchemical help tools. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, by i the think I'd have my rifle, my spyglass, and just my armor. Nothing more than that.
0: Oh, by the way, uh, as you guys are talking and planning, uh, Crust, your light turns from red to yellow.
4: Dun-dun-dun! Is guy's coming here?
3: Yeah. Um, hold on. I, I had a quick question, Doug.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, the spirit mask for Blades in the Dark is kind of spirits. Do I imagine it just kind of transfers to magic for Arlan?
0: for the, the spirit mask spirit yeah it
3: basically allows oh, you the magic. to magic, yeah yeah
0: you, you basically seem see, like spirit. energy radiation stuff like that yeah it's or, like detect magic so. or there might yeah it's like detect magic but they're also honestly there are a lot of death kind of concentrating in some of these really shitty areas like that's yeah. that's why the cult of naz lord has kind of also gotten its talents in a couple places in dragon hole just because uh when you're surrounded by corpses and you're uh not in a very good situation in life uh sometimes you make corpse aid
2: Whoops. I can't imagine that happens. Like there's no way. When Nazlordu gives you corpses, you make
3: corpse aid. So
2: I uh I put, heard put heard. on my I put on my spirit mask
3: and it's uh They're uh they're supposed to be sort of, you know, unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mine is uh mine is like it's scales of uh like it's like an accumulation of fish and snake scales into like a like a drapery of where it like attaches at the top of my head, like between those two horns that goes over the edges and then comes down the mask, like a veil. And then at the bottoms of it, hanging off are bones, which a majority of them look distinctly human. Okay.
0: So. I, <laughs> well, I also do. There is one other detail for him to clarify. Kevin, when you saw the guards kind of converge on the building, there were two additional guards that left off to kind of get reinforcements.
3: Okay, we should move fast then. Uh, right. So, are we gonna try and sneak in? Just as well,
4: So, so from my survey, did I find like a a place that we could like sneak in?
0: Uh So, survey-wise, basically, you guys could creep in through the uh, what was it? The like some of the windows up top. I'm pulling Rick right now. You can sneak in through the windows. There's also a uh, another teamwork action called distract. It'd be like you roll one roll, but with the success goal of giving someone else a die to do something specific. So let's say you wanted to distract the guards. You could go up and say, I want to kind of like schmooze the guards to let them know that like I am special forces. A, we're investigating this legitimately. Uh, If you succeed, in addition to kind of keeping them distracted, you can throw a die up for maybe like Crust and uh, Carl to like, shimmy onto the rooftops to sneak in through the windows something like that yeah
4: okay yeah I think
0: so yeah appreciate. you know, you notice there's a couple of windows to that uh aren't barred it wouldn't exactly be the exact address but it'd be enough that you'd be inside and you can kind of creep in
3: uh you said there was an explosion earlier uh right or some sort of loud noise it was like a roar it was like a roar like a primal roar what kind of magical energies do i see with my spirit mask
0: Okay, so you put on your spirit mask and try to see into the building. Give me an attune roll. Uh, So I got a four. Okay, so you kind of see into the building, like everything goes dark, and then you kind of see faint magical outlines of uh, strong sources of magic, like kind of more in line with sort of like traditional arcane machinery. But then way in the back, you see like this swirling vortex of just red evil magic coalescing into one place. Uh, there also seems to be some other faint outlines around it that, that might resemble people. But the the strength of the aura of whatever you're seeing in there is too much. So you do see where it is and you kind of know what section of building it is. But under your harm, in yeah. row one give me a, uh, you get a harm effect called spiritually shaken, which what happens when you take a harm at that level, how it says less effect would mean if you tried to do a similar attune roll uh, during the score, even if you succeed, Uh the effect might not be as powerful as it used to be.
3: So for doing like this, doing like the same action or a,
2: or just doing an attune in general? Not an attune in general, a particular type of attune. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: But that also means, what happens with the Wound Track, this is kind of like Fate. You have two mm-hmm. har- level 1 harms, two level 2 harms, and one level 3. Uh, if you get level 2 harms, you start losing dice, and if you hit level 3, you're pretty much incapacitated. And if you don't okay. have enough for one column, it bumps up to the next. Okay. So that, that usually happens when you fuck up a roll pretty hard, or someone's doing something to you, stuff like that.
3: So. I think for right now, let's try and just, while Matt's me. gone, try to. Because we're kind of time sensitive with the. While well, the guys. Uh, well, the guys coming. Or reinforcements coming this way. Yeah. Basically,
0: what I was going to do is then go ahead and start with the engagement roll to sort of get you guys into the uh, action. Okay. Yeah, will uh, do it. Basically, what happens is that you guys. Uh, it's. You've exploited a part of the enemy's weakness by figuring out sort of where the thing is and alternate like routes into the building. So you go get an additional die. Yes. Uh, you don't particularly have any enemies or rivals interfering at the moment because Kevin didn't start shit with the copper Mouth, So that's good.
3: We have a general guesstimate of how many people are in the building.
0: Uh, so currently you guys are sitting pretty on 2d6, which I will roll. Are you guys all going to sneak in under the guise of being uh, Special Forces, or is a couple doing it while the others sneak into the roof?
3: I was going planning on sneaking in on the roof, because I, I'm not confident in... Well,
0: I, 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 think, I, I
1: think I would want to sneak on the roof and set up a wrecker, like, uh, to wreck something. Like, yeah,
2: rig up some, some explosives. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. okay. So you mind if I divide you into two, sort of like that? There's
2: Makes sense. I'll be with the social character. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, I'm going to roll this engagement roll and we'll see how this goes.